Hey team, Melissa from Melissa vs Fibromyalgia here and this is your ultimate guide to managing chronic fatigue. So this guide will feature more practical resources than theoretical. What we need are concrete steps of what we can do while exhausted. Now I have loads of um, articles and loads of theory and information and research so check out the blog post uh, that goes with this um, but the point of this is to give you some things to consider, research and try right now. But who am I for a second? Let's, um, let's check in with why I'm giving these tools to you. I've been fighting chronic fatigue for more than a decade. Uh, so that is over my whole 20s and now halfway through my 30s. I am the author of Melissa vs. Fibromyalgia, My Journey Managing Chronic Pain, Fatigue and Insomnia. And I am the author of the blog melissavsfibromyalgia.com with over 300 posts to help you in your journey. So getting back to what we're doing here, what is chronic fatigue? Chronic fatigue is defined as profound fatigue lasting six months or more. It's not sleepiness or tiredness caused by too many late nights or anything else that that next person on the street experiences. Also, it's really frustrating when a person unaffected by chronic fatigue says me too, when a person with chronic fatigue says they're exhausted. At least those people can go off and get a few good nights sleep and be fine. This is actually ongoing for a person with chronic fatigue. It is unrelenting. It usually coexists with other symptoms such as chronic pain and insomnia and it also causes other symptoms such as post-exertion fatigue, so fatigue after exertion, post-exertion malaise is the term, uh, dizziness upon standing or postural hypertension, headaches, migraines, difficulty concentrating and much more. I've actually got a link to an article with more on the symptoms in the blog post. But all is to say it's not just I'm a bit tired <clears throat> or I didn't sleep well last night. It is so much more than that. Now, the severity of fatigue can be anywhere from mild to severe, and most people seem to fall into the mild to moderate category. With mild fatigue, one can generally function, but with difficulty. Uh, my favorite rating scale, the CFIDS rating scale, which there's a link to in the blog post, shows your symptoms um, out of 100. So I kind of like to visualize it on a percentage scale. So I'm about 60 to 70%. Um, I describe myself as 60 to 70% of a normal person's um, functioning, but with a wonky charging capability. And that basically sums it up. <laughs> um, but the the thing I love about that rating scale is it matches the general amount of activity with your percentage. So it gives you a sense of what you should be doing in terms of your work or um, those hours of what you have to do each day. <clears throat> because I spent a long time with a mismatch and so what I was doing was I was in a boom bust cycle. So I was continually making my symptoms worse. Uh, so with all of the things that I do to manage my symptoms, as I said, I'm about 60, which is able to do six to seven hours of work a day with mostly mild to moderate symptoms. Um, I share more about this in my How I Have My Pain and Fatigue Levels post and video, and I'll link those below. So what is the diagnosis and the prevalence? Unfortunately, the path to diagnosis and treatment is long. Um, for the average person with chronic fatigue because the symptoms are vague 
uh, they tend to be ignored. So many people remain undiagnosed and untreated. So it's really difficult to say just how many people suffer. There's also an entire discussion around when chronic fatigue is considered chronic fatigue syndrome or when it's just part of another illness. Very rough estimates suggest around 17 million people worldwide may have chronic fatigue syndrome. So however we got here, it's a bit tricky and really complex. My experience is that I've been struggling with it since my teenage years. I was sent to specialists when I was 17 years old to investigate, but they kind of implied that I was making it up because things change so much. During my last semester at university, I got a really bad bug, kind of like a flu, um, and the fatigue that came with it was overwhelming. So even after treatment, which was antibiotics, and several weeks of rest, the fatigue like reduced but never fully receded. Over the last decade, it has reduced in intensity, especially with all of the things that I have been doing, um, but it does flare. Um, now, let's get on to practical details. What can we do? So the first book I would love to recommend for you is From Fatigue to Fantastic by Dr. Tiedelbaum. Um, that's my number one recommendation. Now, I have a um, post on five books that are great to read, but I really like this book um, and all of his recommendations. So check that book out. Um, so what are my recommendations for managing and mitigating chronic fatigue? Well, in brief, I reckon working on sleep is really important. I think sleep is king as hard as it is. The second thing is pacing. So use what energy you do have well. And following on from that pacing is resting as well as you can because a, an important part of pacing is resting efficiently. And for me, um, I've got some tips and tricks to help you with that, uh, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, the next thing is living as healthily as possible. So getting out of your own way, making sure that your daily choices are not making it worse and managing other conditions as well as you can. So we'll go into this in a little more detail. Sleep. Sleep is so important, yet so elusive, and I don't want to be another one of those people who just says, get as much sleep as you can and move on, because I know it's so hard. Insomnia is prevalent. I have worked very hard on this because I knew sleep would make a difference for me, and it does, but despite my best efforts, it's still difficult. Now, I have a post that gives you a whole heap of things you can try to help you with sleep. So I'll link that and move on. Pacing, using your energy that you do have well is really important. My major gains didn't come until I reduced my work hours and learned to rest well. Now I've got a training on pacing and I'll link that below. I'm sorry, that's how it goes. It is there's a lot. It is complex. There's so much to do. And if I was to create one video about it, it would be a very long video. The next thing is resting well. So learning to rest well has been actually really important for my physical and my mental well-being. Sleeping poorly, being unable to nap, and experiencing chronic fatigue is emotionally draining. Once I learned to rest well in the form of guided meditations, my life changed for the better. So in the middle of the night, if I'm stuck awake, I'm not sitting there ruminating on that or tossing and turning or getting more and more upset that I'm stuck awake. I just put on yoga nidra guided meditation. 
Um, that's why I dedicated hundreds of hours to yoga teacher training and meditation teacher training so that I could create these resources. One of my yoga nidra meditations is linked below for you to try. I also have a free series. It's the yoga for fibromyalgia series. So people with chronic pain and chronic fatigue, it's four 10 minute yoga tools. One of them is yoga nidra. So you can download um, and get going with those and I'll link that below as well. But the last thing, uh, nope, second to last thing, is living as healthily as possible. You want to give energy with your lifestyle, not drain it. Now, I'm not saying you can cure or manage chronic fatigue by doing any of these things. But what I'm saying is that with things like a nourishing diet, plenty of water, avoiding your personal food intolerances, fresh air, gentle movement, whatever that means for you, even if that's a couple of stretches in bed, less stress and all of those things, they are going to reduce um, those impacts on your energy and they are going to free up your energy for the vital things that um, we need it to do. Now the last thing is managing other conditions as well as possible. This is multi-pronged. On the one hand, other conditions add to chronic fatigue and on the other, medications can add to it. So discuss with your doctor if any of the medications you're on cause excessive fatigue and if so, is there any alternative? I just talked about a lot of things. I've been researching and experiencing this for a long time. So um, there's a lot here. But what now? Let's break it down. Choose one area to work on. Now, I would recommend starting with Yoga Nidra because it is the simplest thing you can do right now. It literally means going to bed with your heat pack and turning on the guided meditation. It is being rather than doing and it is going to give you some rest so if you are really really tired and feeling a little bit overwhelmed start there don't turn off and do nothing start there maybe you might like to look into pacing or sleep there's a load of links in the blog post so just go back to it when you're ready and start working through them one little thing at a time tell us below what are your best tips for managing fatigue? What are your favorite things to do? And then tell me which thing you are going to try first. I really hope that something helps you.